Hello and welcome to the Science Break for GCSE Science. Today's episode is about exchange surfaces in the bodies of living things. If you want to see the video for this topic, head over to the Science Break on YouTube and click on the biology playlist, or go to thesciencebreak.com to join a growing number of students who are getting excellent grades from using the videos, interactive questions, exam practice questions, and also the handy auto-updating revision calendar. But for now, let's get going with exchange surfaces. Exchange surfaces move substances like oxygen and nutrients into the body and substances like carbon dioxide and waste out. Plants will also move gases into and out of their cells as well. If you think about a single-celled organism, exchange of substances happens across the cell membrane. And because they are very small, they have what we call a large surface area to volume ratio. That means they have a large surface area in relation to their volume. And so they can exchange enough of the molecules they need to stay alive. It is very different though for large multicellular organisms. The larger the organism, the smaller the surface area to volume ratio. So there is a lower surface area compared to the volume of that organism. Larger organisms cannot exchange enough molecules through their outer surface to stay alive. They need specialized exchange surfaces and these surfaces have features that allow them to maximize the exchange of molecules such as oxygen and carbon dioxide or the absorption of nutrients such as glucose or amino acids. These are the four features of exchange surfaces that we need to learn. Number one, exchange surfaces have a large surface area. Number two, they have thin membranes so that the diffusion pathway is short. Number three, and this is for animals, there is an efficient blood supply. And four, again for animals, there is a ventilation system to bring in fresh air into the body. This is if we're talking about gas exchange. Let's take a look at an example. The lungs are highly adapted for gas exchange. They have all four features that we have just described. Feature number one, they have millions upon millions of tiny structures called alveoli. These are little air sacs that are shaped to have a large surface area. Feature number two, the walls of the alveoli and the capillaries surrounding it are very thin, which means a short diffusion distance for the gases. And feature number three, they are extensively covered by tiny blood vessels called capillaries that we just mentioned, which means the alveoli have a very good supply, good blood supply to allow a lot of diffusion of oxygen in and carbon dioxide out. Feature number four, the alveoli are found in the lungs, which are ventilated. That means air is constantly being breathed in and out of the body. A second example is the small intestine. The small intestine absorbs nutrients by diffusion into the blood. But what features does it have to help it do this? Feature number one, it has a large inner surface area. It achieves this by having many millions of finger-like projections called villi, singular villus, that poke inwards. And these villi also have little projections on their surface called microvilli. This increases the surface area massively and allows for greater diffusion. Feature number two, the villi have thin walls for a short diffusion pathway. And feature number three, the villi also have a large and efficient blood supply to carry away the nutrients that are absorbed. The fourth, the fourth feature we described earlier, ventilation, doesn't apply for this example because we are not talking about gas exchange. If you are asked to describe and explain the features of an exchange surface, always think about the four features that could apply. Large surface area, thin membranes, and if we're looking at animals, then possibly an efficient blood supply, and again for animals, 
a gas and gas exchange a ventilation system. If you want to have a look at another example of an exchange surface, or you want to do the surface area to volume ratio calculations mentioned at the beginning, you can head over to the science break on YouTube and click on the biology playlist. There, you'll also see all the paper one videos for AQA separate science, that's biology, chemistry and physics, and also the combined science videos as well. So that's it for today. If you found this episode useful, please do leave a review or rating. And remember, thesciencebreak.com if you want access to videos for every topic, interactive assessments, exam practice questions, and a nifty auto-updating revision calendar. Thank you for listening and see you soon.